It's me, Roz. I've got my best friend, Sam Pancake, on the show today. He's an actor, comedian, constantly popping up on TV. He's on my parents' favorite TV show called A Million Little Things, which is on ABC. And when we recorded this, my parents happened to be in town, so they were there, and they brought my dog, and it was a full family affair. And actually, we did it on on camera in the studio, so it will be on YouTube. And so the link to that can be found in the description of this episode. I'll also be posting that on my Instagram, which is at Roz Hernandez, so you could find it that way. I got all these messages after last week's episode with Kara Connors. I was was actually shocked. It wasn't what I thought I was going to get. I thought I was going to be getting brown, pusey messages. No, I got messages about... Well, actually, I did get a couple of those. But I got messages about um, what Kara was talking about with her girlfriend, where they where they both felt physical pain. You know, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode. But it's an interesting thing, and it's very similar to, I mean, twins report that kind of a thing. And I just really want to look more into that phenomena. I've heard it before. I don't know if I've ever had anyone talk about it on the show. If If you've had these experiences, send them to me. I'm so fascinated by this. I don't I don't exactly know the the proper term for it. There has to be some nerdy paranormal uh parapsychology type term for when two people can feel each other's physical pain. I'm sure I know what it is somewhere one of these books I got. But anyway, I've just been getting really into the weird paranormal stuff beyond just ghosts, though ghosts are always my favorite. But I've I've been listening to the audiobook of The Mothman Prophecies, the original book, John Keel, and looking into his research more. And that shit gets so weird. And I believe it all. And I love it. And so I got me an Audible account. And so I've, I've been listening to it as I drive at nighttime. And I'm terrified. I highly recommend if you've never listened to it. But anyway, let's just get into this episode. Me and Sam being kooky. As always, patreon.com slash rawsdrizfelez. Link in the description for a weekly episode this week, a video, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, here's me talking to Sam Pancake. On with the show. You guys, I'm joined by... (laughs) 
my best friend, Sam Pancake. Hello. I'm now been rendered deaf from your announcement. My... It came in loud and clear, sister. Hi, baby. Hi. How are you? I didn't want to put labels on it, but we are very close friends. <laughs> Why label it? I, what I'm am I, a jar of that. pickles? Don't answer that. <laughs> No. <laughs> I've got the Velasic Stork has joined me today to talk about his paranormal encounters. Um, I was in a real, it was a real big deal. It Here's was a real thing. pickle of a, <laughs> was, I was just in the stork nest. I was just at the Pittsburgh Heinz Museum last month. I told you about that when I was, and I saw, I learned so much about pickles. Heinz, like a ketchup museum? Heinz is original. Yeah, Heinz started in um, Pittsburgh. And so they okay. had this giant museum that is Pittsburgh and Heinz history. I don't know how we got on this one. Anyway, I learned a lot about pickles and ketchup. Well, something else that you did on this trip was you went to a very iconic haunted place. Yes, yes, I did. Well, hi everyone. I'm Sam Pancake, and I was um, just trying to do like what they <coughs> like, like Jay Leno. I heard you went to a haunted place. Like I didn't. What if I was just. No. <laughs> no, you heard wrong. You heard wrong. Goodbye. Good night, Jay. Um, yes, I'm from West Virginia, and in May, my older si- I have five siblings, and my older sister Anne and I did like this sentimental journey thing through all the, the towns that were important to us or that we lived in growing up. And on the way between Morganhill, West Virginia, where we went to college, and she's a professor, and Summersville, West Virginia, where we lived when we were very young, we stopped at Weston, West Virginia, which is where the state uh, mental health, the state mental, you know, what do we say these days? Well, not what they used to say, which is lunatic asylum. Literally, all the merch said transatlantic lunatic asylum. It was Trans-Allegheny. Tal- Trans-Allegheny. Thank you. I mean, it's my mountains, and I and I forgot that that's what it was. Five hours of sleep. Good luck, everyone. That's me. They're building a, a fence next to my bedroom. <laughs> anyway, I... It's giant. You knew more about it, I think, than I did. I knew growing up that, like, the, the in West Virginia, in the 20th century, shorthand for the loony bin, and I, you know, and I, these are words we don't use anymore, these terms, was Weston. Like, I remember my mother saying things like, if that happens around here one more time, you're going to put me in a car and take me to Weston. And Weston just meant... Uh, the mental hospital. And it was operating at that time, It was right? operating at that time, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I didn't do my research before I got here today, but it, you know, now it's... We don't do research here. Why we just, bother? <laughs> we just assume Welcome to everything's America. haunted. Everything's haunted. It. They have this amazing... The tours we didn't go on because it was kind of an unscheduled stop. My sister was like, hey, have you seen Weston and uh, lately? Like, it's the town, but like that was always, like I said, shorthand for the actual institution, this giant gothic building that looks like... I mean, if it were closer to New York or L.A., I'm sure they would film in it more often because it is classic. Yeah. And the the women working there all had these, like, 70s white nurses' uniforms on. And they have— Or were they ghosts? Well, the, I purchased a magnet for you and a sticker from a ghost, if that's the case. They charged you? I watched her sitting there stalking Mountain Dew into the cooler. So she's a ghost <laughs> that likes a sodi pop if she's a ghost. Um, yes, uh, we didn't do it because we're like, oh, heck, we didn't realize it was open. And I, I didn't realize. My sister might have, like— six different tours you can take. And they um, lean into it. They lean into it to a degree that some of it is questionably like playing a little fast and loose with the severity of like uh-huh. mental illness and stuff. And there right. were some acknowledgments around that like, you know, this is you know mental health awareness and da-da-da-da. But then also some of the stuff was a little bit like, I went cuckoo at the Transatlantic. Oh, no. like the merch in the store. Yeah, a little bit. So anyway... I went there. It's a very um, 
intimidating, foreboding building. And it, that whole little town of Weston, which is a really cute little town, like a lot of these West Virginia towns, there are these adorable little towns, the buildings from the 1800s and 1900s, like uh, early 1900s, built around some giant, you know, castle. In this case, you know, this mental asylum. So I, yes, it's supposed to be very haunted, as you told me. And I know I'm not going to get into the to the specifics because I didn't ask him, but I know a family member was there and felt a one time at one point and felt a very severe, like outside the place, just like hit with all this energy, this like sad, scary energy. Uh-huh. And the thing that they did that we did because we were able to, my sister and I we went in the gift shop and we went a little bit down the hall and this, this large lady in a white nurse's uniform said, excuse me, how y'all doing? And we were like, Hey, hi. She's like, can I help you? And I was like, we were like, just nosing around. They're like, don't go past that stairwell. So we didn't go past that stairwell. So I didn't get to see a lot of it. How, I was past the stairwell. The, the tour, the part you have to start paying for. Oh. Yeah. So, which we weren't prepared to do, but I do want to go back. Maybe you'll come with me and we'll go there sometime. Yes. But there, in some of the rooms you can go into and read about stuff, uh, they had, like, you know, that was a place where men who were tired of their wives would label them hysterical and have them shipped away. Right. So they could have their mistresses or their second wives. There was a lot of, like, a lot of it was just keeping women down. Yeah. And I didn't realize the degree that which to which that was true. I mean, it gets dark when you look into the history yeah. of those kinds of places. Yeah. A lot of LGBTQ people. That's the other thing I was going to say. Absolutely that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I went there. <laughs> well, West Virginia is... There's some freaky shit going down in West Virginia. Because there's also your mortal enemy, the other most famous person from West Virginia. Don't say her name. Mothman. Damn it, you said her name. Yeah. Yeah, I just weirdly, I have, I've been reading up a lot more or listening to podcasts more on the Mothman recently because growing up in the 70s, you didn't hear that much about it, even though that was after really? the big spring, the big bridge accident in Point Pleasant. Yeah, like was, the 60s was like when she really burst onto uh-huh. the scene. And then I, I didn't, I weirdly didn't even see that movie, The Mothman Prophecies, until because I had this fear about watching movies set in or around West Virginia of all the details they get wrong and the terrible accents that some actors have used that are just embarrassing and, and awful. So I sometimes avoid that kind of thing. However, I finally watched it. It's genuinely scary as hell. Yeah, it's good. I didn't realize the degree to which, and then I listened to more different podcasts like Astonishing Legends and stuff about. All the sightings. It wasn't. It, I remember growing up thinking about the bridge thing, and it was just like the Mothman appeared, and then the bridge fell down on Christmas Eve, which is so terrible. But it was so much more than that, and all that weird, like, it's not just a figure that appears scarily in the woods or wherever, but it like, it's somewhere above us, <clears throat> looking down on us, knowing past, present, and future, knowing different multiverses. There's so much there that kind of is. More than my tiny mind can handle. And she's still around. People are seeing her. I mean, it's been a minute since I paid attention, um, but she was in uh, Chicago like two years ago. Really? People were seeing her all over the place. Well, yeah, she's not just West Virginia. She's everywhere. Yeah. He, she, it, they, I don't know. Um, Scary. I did get a really cool Mothman patch that I put on that. Don't say what the backpack's from. The backpack I told you about that I wanted to cover something up on the backpack. Yes. I I managed to find— You put a Mothman patch? Yes. And ironed it on in my hotel room in Huntington, West Virginia. It fit perfectly. So she's with me right now. I mean, not in the room, but, like, she's on my backpack. Sam, 
Yes. Ross. Have you ever heard of the hex, the hexum heads? No. Wait, what? Well, it's spelled hex ham heads. So I always hit, I always hit it hard. Got it. Hex is it? Would you say Hexham or Hexham? Is it is it the name of a town? Yeah, it's in England. They would say Hexham in England, but you Hexham. can Hexham. Hexham. Put a hex on a oh, slab oh, of ham. Let me do it. I don't um, need the calories. Hex it. Well, let me tell you a story. Ooh. This takes place in Hexham, England, in 1972. We're talking about two brothers named Leslie and Colin Robson. Mm. Which I love a male Leslie. I, I just there's something about mm-hmm. that name. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're digging around their family garden, and they find two little heads poking out. <laughs> but when I say two little heads, I'm talking like the size of like a tennis ball, an orange, like these two little heads, skulls, stone. Okay. Not they weren't like from a, a a human head. So they find these two little stone heads and one of them looks like it's more male, one of them looks more female. Mm-hmm. The male one has like little lines carved into its head for like hair. And then some reports say that the the women, the female one has like long hair kind of. Is it stone or wood? There's stone. There's okay. like little bits of quartz crystal in it, so it's like a little bit shiny, like a little sparkle to sure. it. But it's just like a little stone, two little heads. And it just—they just appeared. They were just in the garden. God, I've never heard this story, and I thought I'd heard them all. Keep going, please. Oh, okay. Well, you're in for it because this one gets weird. So it appeared that they're carved, you know, little faces into these stones, and they take them inside. They're like, "Oh, look, everybody, we found these little heads," and whatever. They put their new little friends in their home. They go to bed that night. They wake up and the heads are like turned. Like Wait, what year is this? 1972. You know? Oh my god. Some reports say 71. It doesn't really matter. Um, the heads are like look. The way that they describe it is like the heads wanted to see more of the room oh. in the middle of the night. Like they kind of had turned their heads. So they're just heads. They're not attached to a little body. Just like heads. They did okay. have like a little bit of stone that looks like a neck uh-huh. a little bit. So. It, Making you assume maybe there was a body attached to them at one point, but at this point, there's just the two heads. I'm listening. Okay, so um, the heads start to you know roll around, throw themselves around, some weird poltergeisty type stuff. The parents are reporting that they keep having headaches. Broken glass is found in their two sisters' beds at night on multiple occasions. So the two sisters wake up with glass, broken glass in their bed. And they know it wasn't them. They weren't sneaking pints of gin in. (laughs) Are they children? I don't know. Yeah. No, two little girls, broken glass in their bed. Okay. Which uh, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah, that is. What's the worst thing you've ever woken up in your bed? I'm not going to tell you on the air. (laughs) I'll tell you. One time back in my drinking days, I... I took it as a challenge to get a 50-piece chicken McNugget. Oh, I, yes. I remember this story. This is good. Yes. Yeah. And I woke up the next day with barbecue sauce, chicken bits, and grease all over me. Did you wake up for a second and think it was blood and then scream and then realize, taste and, it? Mm. 
barbecue Actually, sauce. Actually, it's delicious. Or is there? did a man sleep over who has barbecue sauce in his blood? <laughs> Sounds like a dream. Uh, I have woken up to some people that I have screamed out loud and, and, and begged heaven to make disappear somehow, and it didn't work. Does that count? That counts. I'll okay. count it. I'll count okay. it. Judges, we're Judges. counting it. Tens, uh, tens across the board. So one of the boys feels his hair being pulled Ouch. in the middle of the night. And they're also saying that the garden where they found these heads is glowing, like, in that area. Like, this shit is weird. It gets weirder, though. Oh, God. So one night, their mother reports that she sees a half-man, half-goat-looking creature inside of the house. (laughs) Wow. And apparently their neighbor is seeing a half-sheep, half-man on all fours in her bedroom, and then it walked down the stairs and out the front door. Holy shit. Now, I've heard of... I've heard of puppy play. I've oh. heard of, you know, I've heard of kind of part dog, part man. I've never heard I've seen it. of sheep play. It's bad. <laughs> or goat play. Like that joke. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, you got to be kidding me. Spelled E-W-E. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Someone grew up on a farm. Uh, E-I-E-I-O. No. You'd assume that. <laughs> Wasn't the, a working farm. Anyway, continue. You'd assume that the body is going to be like a goat head. Yeah. With, like a minotaur or a sick. Oh, yeah. Which is how they described it. But I also, every time I hear this kind of thing, I'm like, but what if it was just like some dude's head on like some guy, a goat body? Some guy named Frank. And just he's some guy. guy just like, like clop, 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 clop around. Down the. Pardon my hooves, they're cloven. <laughs> Doesn't time, make me the devil. Remember that time on a road trip? We passed by a cow farm, and all we did was make jokes about cows. And we were. Gonna... I just remember. I just remember a, yes. one of them was going, um, "Oh, honey, I got the best calves in town, and I'm not talking about my youngins." Terrible. We couldn't stop, and I think it's what inspired us to do a podcast. We're like we every did. time we're going to do bad jokes too on the podcast, and we didn't do that part. Thank we didn't God. Do that. God, I think and I wrote those down somewhere because we were particularly inspired. But okay, so back to the the goat man and the heads in the garden. Sure. So they're kind of like living in like a duplex situation, and their neighbors are starting to have shit th- getting thrown around. Of course, they got the sheep man walking around, <sighs> which I'm picturing them knocking on the door, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. can you explain?" Yeah, I could, yeah. That or it's like, hey, my little stone heads are missing out of the garden. Um, so news outlets start reporting about it and scientists are look looking this, into I it. Look this up. Well, actually, you know what? I'll show you a picture. Show me a picture. Here's the two oh boys my God. with one of the heads. Holy crap. It looks like it almost could be a shrunken head. You know? Yeah, but they're like stone. Oh, myth of the evil heads. Oh my God. How do I not know myth. this? I live for this shit. <laughs> myth of the myth evil. Myth of the evil. Meth. Meth. I'm just, it's what I think about. <laughs> myth of the evil heads. It's not, they're not cute. No, they're they're genuinely creepy. They're yeah. off-putting. Yeah. One, it's kind of a classic witch mask face is one of them. That's, one what, of them's that's very, the female one. Oh, okay. And the man looks extremely depressed to homicidal. Yes, um, so scientists are starting to look into it as it's gaining traction and, um, they start to think, you know, it's probably something like iron age, at least over mm. a thousand years old for sure. And, um, 
one of the leading theories was that it was used in Celtic head rituals. Really? And um, so a lot of experts are, are examining it, but there's an expert in Celtic artifacts named Dr. Annie Ross. And Dr. Annie Ross, she got the heads from the family, and she brings them to her house, and she, this is a doctor, she's very credible. Mm -hmm. She says that she sees a half-man, half-wolf in her house. Wow. And on a separate occasion, her daughter sees it, too. I, wow. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same creature and they all interpreting it differently, just, you know, eye of the beholder, or if it is indeed appearing differently. You know what's really weird is that Hexham, the same town, before that, like early 1900s, had a wolf that was destroying livestock. Oh, I think I've heard about this one. Yeah, I think I've heard podcasts on this, like a giant wolf, almost like a well. There was like one creature. that got loose from a zoo. Like, there's like all these weird theories, but because the, they're like, why would that normal change wolf... your town's name from Hexham to like it does happiness? Have, yeah. It does have hex in it. I mean, it. you might as well call your, you know, Jinx Alley or, you know, Bad Luck Bayou. It's not good. It's the Bad Luck Bayou. Um, That's where I met my last boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> How is he doing? Why do they say vaudeville's dead when I'm very much very alive? Very much alive. Performing it in podcasts all over town. <laughs> so there's a man named Desmond Craggy. Sure. Old Who Craggy. I believe was a previous owner of this um, home. Uh-huh. He comes forward after all the news is going around and he's laughing about it. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys are ridiculous. I made those for my daughter in the 50s. He explains how he did it. He, you know, he carved them out of mortar and stone huh. and water. And he actually recreated one. And it was inspected by professionals. And they're like. This ain't it, Desmond Craig. Oh, really? Like, no. Because you, you could test the original ones and see what you can carbon date them. Right. And they were like, no, these ones look like they were molded. His were carved. Yeah, those that you showed me look molded. Yeah. From what I little so I So it seems like that kind of got dismissed. However, that still doesn't explain the wolfmans and the, you know, lambmans and the whatever. Not at all. Um, so... He said that he actually made three of them. So one of them was missing. But he, he was very like, I did it, I did it. Which, if you look at these pictures, girl, I wouldn't be bragging. It's not... No, 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 no. It doesn't, you know, it looks good, like something from the Iron Age. It's not good craftsmanship. No. I wouldn't be, like, setting up a thing at a flea market. Maybe he just wanted attention. He wanted to sell more of them. I think it's... I smell that behind yeah. it. Well, I, I don't know. So he says he made them for his daughter, whatever. So, um, his daughter, so it's, and they got to a picture of her, and she's literally half sheep, half woman. <laughs> she's like, What about it? No. What about it? It's me dogs. <laughs> I'm a devil girl. <laughs> I apologize to you, England. I apologize to any half sheep, half women that might be listening today. Will you please forgive me? Oh, I got God, a million. Sam, we're not that. trying to be this kind of show. We're trying to be you highbrow. Made the mistake of hiring, hiring, for hiring. Um, yeah, I will be paying you in these two heads I found in my garden. Wait a minute. Um, so they start like you know tossing them around to different scientists and different museums and world-renowned leaders are like you know researching this stuff currently. No one knows where they're at. Oh, well, that shit disappears, you know. You know how that goes. It just up and disappears. They've been missing for... They just appeared, right, in this guy's yard? Yeah. They just, like, appeared one day. It wasn't like there was a storm and the flood, the water washed the thing. They they don't know. So, 
one of these days they're going to pop back up. There's Not in my back. Well, they're digging a hole in my backyard now. Who knows it's going to come out? I would love that. And <laughs> okay, I, I almost said something and then I didn't say it, and I'm really proud of myself for biting my tongue. Good for you. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty much the story of the Hexum. That's well. Hex. I'm going to do some more research on that. I'm. I'm. I'm What's wrong with my research? <laughs> no, it's terrible. That's <laughs> not, not, so. not enough. <laughs> no, no, no. I Was mean, that not good enough for you? <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that. That was amazing. Thank you. I'm going to do my own research. <laughs> okay. Further, there's always like more it's a vaccine. Know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just, you know, I have my. I do my own research on everything, including, including my healthcare. You don't like with, my Johnson and Johnson with, as hexam head research with my BFA in theater. I think I know more than doctors. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've played doctors. <laughs> I, play, I don't even. I was going through my res or thinking about stuff I was like I don't even think I've played a doctor I know I've played a couple of nurses mm. and nurses do more work than I'm sorry but nurses do the work nurses are heroes have you been in the detox ward I have hello hello <laughs> um, and yes I have <laughs> that's what we have in common um, okay I gotta tell you about somebody else uh oh Pip oh I know about Pip yes keep going no, you don't, because Pip is a up. haunted eBay doll that I discovered on eBay, currently going for $45. Oh, the, Who but, were you thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking about the lead character in David Copperfield or Great Expectations. No, I listen to a lot of podcasts about the supernatural, and I, I thought that I was – I'm thinking of another thing with a creature. Like, what I listened to your one with, with Patton and Meredith, and, I, and oh, you I, did. I knew that whole thing about the mongoose. Oh, you did. There's an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah. Anyway. So Pip, Pip go, go. This is Pip, who is um, currently going for forty five dollars on eBay. Um, if you're new around here, I have an obsession with haunted eBay dolls. Wait a minute, Lorraine Warren. Are you going to open some new like room filled with glass vitrines and evil dolls in your home? Because I don't approve That's the plan. of that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't know. That's what I was hoping for. Who raised you? Yeah, I should, we should also <laughs> note that my parents are in town and they're in the room right now. Um, so this is Pip right here. Oh! Is Pip, Pip devil? Is that a ribbon or devil horns? How many times it's have I said unclear. that? It's um, unclear. If you are listening to the audio of this podcast... Um, this podcast will at some point be on YouTube, so you could watch it. Okay, uh, Pip, Pip, first of all, Pip's got his ass up against a Ouija board, for one. You know, I actually don't know the gender of Pip. Uh, I'm it, not trying to gender this this object. Because Pip has on overalls, flannel. It's, it's got a traditional farm boy uh, body dress of flannel Ringlet overalls. curls. Shirley short. Temple on top. Shirley Temple on top hair. Shirley Temple on top. Farmer Two on bottom. red spikes protruding out of the Shirley Temple curls. That I think it's a ribbon. Okay. I think it, it's, it's supposed to be a ribbon. Yeah, that looks a little... It could also pass as devil horns in this photograph. Um, so let's read about Pip. Now, sometimes these are written somehow, mm -hmm. some way, by the actual doll. And this is an example. I gotta go. So here's Pip. Pip somehow got behind a MacBook... <laughs> And typed up their personal ad. It's my Uber here yet. <laughs> okay, Pip, let her rip. Pip, okay. Let her rip. Hi, Pip here. Uh-oh. I hate cows. <laughs> Sorry about the farm comment. They ran me over, and now I'm here. Stupid cows. This is what it says. 
I didn't even get to turn five yet. Oh, no. This is more disappointing than when Mama said she wouldn't cut my crust. Ridiculous. What do I do now? I need a new family. I can't eat or taste anything. It's so weird. I can see you, but can you hear me? Can you see when I move? It takes a lot of effort, so please be patient if you're watching me try. I need some new friends. I miss my mama. So this is the the spirit that's of a little boy who's possessing this doll? Yeah. Who says? Uh, the person that's selling this on eBay oh, for $45. Oh, absolutely believe them yeah. for sure. So Pip, Pip Why would this. I pay 45 American dollars to put a, a possessed piece of porcelain with a ragged, muff, ragged muffin top hairdo in my home? Well, the good news is you don't have to pay for it because <laughs> I'm it willing <laughs> to buy it for you. I am going to respectfully pass on your offer. Well, it okay, I thought you would maybe have a new friend that hates cows. I don't hate cows. I, I eat them. That's for sure. I don't like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was worth a shot. We just had a short little one today. Um, that was Pip. I don't peep into this world, but is there like a world of haunted dolls on eBay? Oh, honey, I'm like, yes. Oh, wow. I'm I'm on top of it. Okay. I've got so many alerts on my phone of when a new... Actually, Naomi Paragon just sent me one that says Naomi. that it's a smoker and drinker doll that's up for sale right now. What does that mean? Should we... Wait, let's, let's look at... A haunted doll that drinks and smokes? Yeah. Is this me in 2010? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean... Tell me to lose weight. This one... Okay, look at her. Oh, she's... She kind of looks like Lucy. Lucille Ball. Uh, yeah, she's or she, somebody. It's like if Lucille Ball and a little bit of like, I don't know, Idol Lapino in there. She's got such an insouciant. It's like it, it looks like a middle-aged child that does drink and smoke who like has seen it all but she's only 7. A middle-aged child. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Oh, she's got a vest on. What are those bottoms? Is that a silver jodhpur? A silk jodhpur? And a hunting boot? Wait, let's read about it. Oh, Lord, what next? Eva is from the 1920s era. Mm. She grew up in Santiago, Chile, and moved to the U.S. when she was a teenager. She doesn't really talk much about this era of her life. She tends to focus on the best years of her life, which is when she was in her 30s and 40s. She loves to smoke Parliament cigarettes. She is a very, very heavy smoker. (laughs) She smells of smoke and is very grateful for a lit cigarette as an offering. She spent most of her time in bars. She's an alcoholic. She's a funny drunk and would have the whole bar laughing and become friends with her. She mostly drinks whiskey. However, she will never turn down any drink. I also leave her alcohol as offerings. She has a very scratchy voice. Probably from so much smoking. Well, good guess. Mm. Uh, thanks. Uh, her accent is quite strange, as it is a combination of Chilean and New Yorker. She is a great friend and would make an excellent partner for someone who likes to drink, laugh, and hang out. Eva will appear to you in her jeans. Usually, She's jeans. No, G E N E S. Maybe it's just a misspelling. M- Eva will appear to you in her jeans, usually in a bar scenario. Maybe dreams? I don't know. Mm. Um, I kind of want her. She sounds like fun. For sure, buy that. Put that in your life. Here's my question. Okay. She's only $18. Okay. That just, why? (laughs) First of all, so so much to say. Also, don't haunt me, anyone. I'm haunted enough by all my regrets. Who are we being at? 
what are we being asked to believe here? Who is the person selling this? I want to interview them at length. Like, why they're if it's such if I don't so because great. I, because I make a lot of fun of these people and I don't want. Well, I'm just curious, like why they're they're getting rid of their of Pip or what's her name. That's a lot of times my question is if these dolls are so great, yeah, why would you get rid of them? Thank you. Uh, my other question is: So you die, you can, you know, maybe go to heaven, maybe you go to hell if that's what you're reincarnation, into. Reincarnation, whatever you believe. Reincarnation, in. you become a ghost stuck in a house, or you can go inside of a doll, yeah, and be sold for forty five dollars. Uh, yeah, and and smoke. Like if I was going to be reincarnated as a smoker, I would just be reincarnated as a person who gets to person smoke. Smoker, I don't, can you choose? I don't know if you. I don't know if you that's can choose. Fun. They always say, you know, you choose your par- you choose your parents to teach you a lesson, and I, th- I when I hear that, I'm like, and I picked these two. What was was I drunk, pre prenatal? Wait, wait. So when you get reincarnated, oh no, your there's just soul like different ch- chooses who your parents just are. Just lots of you know spiritual situations I've just heard, and I can't get into the specifics because I'm too tired and I don't know them. But it's just like, you know, in this path and you're coming back and you choose your parents to teach you the lessons you need. And But it's before. It's like I wasn't Sam Pancake choosing Robin Joe Pancake. It was like whatever spirit I was. It's like these two should be interesting. That's why I wake up sometimes. And I'm like, why did I choose Pancake and being gay and being from West Virginia and these two? Like, and I love my parents. I'm not. It's just like. I'm like, I really set myself up for a wacky life, and that's what I'm living. But what I don't need is a haunted doll who's going to smoke my parliaments when I'm behind my back. They're $12 a pack now in California. You're not sharing your parliaments. Eva, I know when you were a child in Chile, they were a penny a puff, but now it's not Not like that. No, No, it's really expensive. Dear dear heart. I'm just curious why I want the story of why this seller is selling this doll. Don't you think that's very important? No. Like if oh, okay. I don't. <laughs> this is this will be the de- this will be the end of you. Then you need to be very. This is how horror movies start. I'm sorry to say this in a room with the people. I love horror birth. movies. I know, but have you ever started one? No. Me neither. No. Sam, do you want to hear some ghost voices? Of course I do. Okay, it's time for EVPs or EV police. Mm. Sam, you have been on this podcast. This is your third appearance. Am I like the third? Am I the? Th- am I the only person in the three You're time not. club? No, there's a couple others, and I apologize. I'm, I'm the only so one who's long. not a, a paranormal professional who's who's not in the. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Maybe mm-hmm. I think so. Just tell um, me. You uh, so if anyone listening to this wants to hear all of your lovely, terrifying, spooky ghost stories, there's two other episodes. There so are. Go back and listen. Um, okay, so Sam, mm-hmm. you already know. I go to YouTube. I find mm-hmm. alleged ghost voices that are recorded, right. also known as electronic voice phenomenon, yes. also known as EVPs. EVPs. I'm gonna make you guess what you hear. I'll give you some options. Okay. All right. Ready. I'm ready. All right. This is from Arkansas Ghost Hunters. Okay. And the location, I was not able to figure out. Hmm. Uh, so we'll have a lot of fun imagining. And uh, what is this ghost saying? Oh, it happened so quickly. Can I hear it again? Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I really hear that. Oh, my God. Do that again. So that's allegedly a ghost voice. Yeah. Wow. That's, See, that's one of the clearest I've heard. 
It's a, it's a good one. Yeah. Let's keep it going. See, I'm picturing that it's like the host of a comedy show. Like, let's keep it going for your next act. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I get a wig? Yeah. Um, okay, well, here's some options. Is it A, you silly guy? Is it B, get the guard? Is it C, let's keep it going? Can we hear it again? Just- or D, I'm a god. <laughs> Cigarette. <laughs> well, it's funny because I heard, first heard "Let's Keep It Going" without being prompted, and now that you put these other things in my brain, I hear the guard thing. But I really, my first instinct is "Let's Keep It Going." They think it's B. Get the guard. Oh, can I hear it again? Sorry. Or let, let's get the guard. Yeah. Get the guard. I hear "Let's Keep It Going," but nonetheless, I, 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 I would that's like some something. Con, again, I'd like some context. Like if it was like a prison or a mental asylum. I know. Um, Okay, let's do one more. This is from Dr. Regina Wolf. Speaking of wolves. I know. And speaking of Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum Mm. in Weston, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Weston, West Virginia. Weston, West Virginia. It's a little, yeah. Uh, Dr. Regina Wolf captured this. Was the distant voice the ghost? Yeah. Saying, oh my God. I mean, that's really what it sounds like. That's so clear. All of that is supposed is an EVP, all those According voices? to Dr. Regina Wolf. That gave me chills. Yeah. I, and so, I've listened to these on your podcast many times, and being on your podcast, I listen, listen to them, and these are two of the clearest I've ever heard. Wow. Oh, that gives the, the visceral chill that gave me. Mm-hmm. Also, it's the energy around it, which is kind of uh, like alarmed, I think, is part of it. But that really. So you think oof. it says what now? Oh, my God. Like that. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, here's the first option. Is it A, oh, my God, look. Which that's something when I was younger, I used to always do to those Starline tours. <laughs> when they would drive by, I would always be like, oh my God, look, it's whoever, you know, some celebrity to see if they would turn. <laughs> oh my God, look. Is it B, I just got goth, look. No. Maybe it's somebody that just became <laughs> just, goth, trying just on a new style. listening to the cold and yeah. Susan the um, C, oh, you're not. Or D, are you not shook? It's not that. Okay, well, let's let's I'm, listen. I'm my Open mind. Mm-hmm, okay. I feel like it's, oh, my God, something drops. There's like a crash, and then it's, look. It's definitely, oh, my God, look. And this... I mean, that just sounds like a person. And that was at Weston? At the, the TLA? Yeah. T-L-T-A-L-A. Is that what they call it? The, the T-A-L-A. T-A-L-A. Everything was like Tala, T-A-L-A, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Yeah, that's that's what they got here. Oh, my God, look. It sounds like a human to me, speaking, a living human. It does sound like a living human. Um, okay, Sam, let's do one more thing. Let's talk about just some random paranormal phenomena, see what comes up for you. Okay. Um, we've done this before. Last time we covered psychics and Bigfoot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, something that's interesting about psychics, have you been to any psychics since since the last time you were on this podcast, which would have been maybe a year ago or less? Um, 
Well, no, not specifically. But we did. Th- we yeah. both went to the experience we had together. Right, that one. Three-time guest of this podcast, uh, Rachel. Rachel R. H. Davis, uh, who we haven't talked a lot about it on this podcast, but she's like an incredible medium. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. we went over to her house, and she was reading like a bunch of people, like a group reading. We had what she called a seance. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I guess it was kind of. Um, she she was doing kind of like a, okay, I'm getting you know this. She was channeling some yeah. people from the other side, and it was um, really am- amazing. It was powerful. It was a wonderful night. Nobody wanted to talk to me. None of my or, spirit or mine. People. But remember, what she said was like the people that came through were people that had been there before, and it was our first time at one of these, and um. The, the, she said that the the um, spirits that are like were in life would not kind of elbow their way to the front, wouldn't speak to us. And it, sometimes it takes a few times. But people that, like the one person, I don't want to get into the specifics, but like someone's relative came through that they said was always very pushy and loud and, and like oh, yeah. front of the line, and that's who came through. Right. A couple of those people. But it was like people were really like reacting Oof. to it. It was, it was intense. It was, yeah. It was a lovely night. Um, and the food was great. Oh, she's the best. She's she a great is host. the she best. Kate, yeah. um, okay, so let's let me hear your thoughts on moving things with your mind. Oh. Do you think that that's a possible thing? I don't know. I, I mean, God, I don't know about you, but I know that's all I cared about when I was little. I would read ESP books and try to move things with my mind. ESP to, like, was big in like 60s, 70s, yeah. definitely. It was Bermuda Triangle and ESP. Yes. And then Carrie came out, the movie Carrie, and Watch Out. And it was everyone's, most of us, is a lot of us is, is fantasies to be able to have telekinesis or Different read people's try. minds. I tried all the time. Me and my siblings were like, you know, what is it? Which card is this? Which card is this? Or like, try to move things with our minds. But I, I think you maybe can impact the energy around you if you're evolved and have worked on it hard enough and long enough as a practice as a human being, and somehow tapping into some frequency and energy that's beyond the normal human realm. But I don't know if I would love. I would love to be proven wrong. I don't know if there's a human being out there like the Yuri Gellers of the world. He was the guy who could bend spoons with his mind. Y'all yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. And they he was uh, proven to be a fake. I've listened to a lot of podcasts that like that. The Amazing Randy. Do you know Amazing about Randy him? debunks a lot of stuff. Yeah. And there's a couple of things that not even Amazing Randy could debunk. But which I'm always like, wow. But the things, the moving, the bending the spoon and stuff is all kind of debunked. Uri Geller, Uri Geller is still around. Is he? Bending those spoons. Is he? Afraid? You better not have him. He said him. that like he's next door somewhere. Don't oh, have him come into your kitchen. my hip replacement. My spoon-shaped metal hip replacement is bending. I don't have a hip replacement yet. I would be pissed off if Uri Geller came over for dinner and it's dessert time. We're eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. And now all my... Spoons are drooping. Gorgeous mm-hmm. Ikea spoons. Oh, yeah. High end. That I spent... Seven dollars for a full pack of fifty, 50 of them, or like a hairpin, They're because it wasn't how bent. cheap they were. It's just Uri Damn Geller, Uri Geller with Bend that and damn spoons, mind. like snapping fingers. Okay, what do you think about astral projection? Um, again, I I'm open to anything happening. I don't. I I, I have this uh, this person I know who's a friend. I guess who I'm kind of not friends with anymore. Who claims to do it all the time. I I just wish that. Or I haven't talked to this person in a while. He did used to claim he could do it all the time. I wish 
I would like to find a person who says they can do it, and I'm sure they're out there. I'm not saying they don't exist. The people that I knew that say they can do it, I also know uh, on a lot of drugs and uh, maybe some I think that there could be truth to that. Uh, I think if you're on drugs, it's possible that your spiritual body is... Depends on the drugs. Yeah, it depends. But I mean, like, can you do it without drugs? Wouldn't that be the ultimate? If you, by undiluted by substances, could just do it, wouldn't that be the dream? I mean, I really want to. A lot of people say you can learn. I think I'm sure that people. There are classes. There are teachers. Anything's out there if you want to give it the time. I'm sure it's like anything. It's a practice. You know. I'm yeah. sure. Yes, I do believe in it. I guess okay. I'm doubtful of this one person in my life who uses. <laughs> I want to do a character where someone's like, they they can't text you back because they've been astral projecting for a week oh, and yeah. they couldn't get to the phone. Literally a quote. Uh, so yeah, that's what this person said to you. Said to a friend of mine. Said, I've been astral projecting. I will tell you the whole story later. Somebody told me one time a famous celebrity astral projected and couldn't get back into their body. Yikes. Which is like the nightmare. It's like sleep paralysis. I'm not going to repeat this because I don't know if this was a true story or what. Um, but that's what scares me. Like, what What if you can't get back in and you're flopping or you're like opening up. Do you go in the front or the back? I don't, How do you get in? <laughs> don't How open, do you get don't back in? Don't open that door. Um, I might say something you don't want to hear. Um, okay, what do you think about uh, trolls being real? You mean on the internet? Hmm. Uh, Under the bridge trolls? How like, about let's just talk about Iceland? cryptid creatures in general? Heck yes. You think did you I'm hear not... about that recent wolf man or that little creature that is going all around the internet right now that was found in Texas? No. Hold what? On. You're thinking of Ted Cruz. <laughs> um this thing was oh, captured. Shit. In Texas. Oh, that just gave me the chills, but that could be a person in a suit. Well, that's what a lot of people are theorizing. It could be a lot of different things. Is it a chupacabra? Is mm-hmm. it a person in a in a thing, in a costume? Um, I don't know. It's unclear to me. If the dimensions were less like human with the costume on, I might be more like, holy shit. But it, in- Or is it just like a wolf stood up for two seconds? Let me see. Because it's also just a photograph. Now, those it's back not... legs and that and that um, the length of the legs is to me, those look more like human legs. They don't look like wolf legs. Wolf legs, wolves look like wolves look like dogs. Those aren't dog legs. Yeah, that looks like someone, you know, spoofing spoofing us. But it, I I do not. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not trying to poke the bear or the wolf in this case and get things coming at me. So I'm like, I'm just like, hooray for everyone. Live your kooky, cryptid life. Uh-huh. Stay out of my backyard. Keep your little ball heads out of my hole. Wait, that's not it. Yard, that's it. Keep going. That's recent? Um, I need to look further into that. I need to read Yeah, it was just, it just happened recently. I don't know when this is going to air, but it did. Um, okay, what about synchronicities oh absolutely i mean i feel like you and i since we've met each other have always been into that the energy there's always well, like something weird literally things. happened today that was so weird concerning what i just told you about before we started this work thing uh-huh. and something that i was writing and then this it, it's it, it's not that not that it was that huge of a surprise this work thing but as we know when these jobs and offers come in it's 
it, it, it can be few and far between sometimes. What am I trying to say? Yes, I believe in synchronicity. I think you create your own synchronicity if you really like put the energy forth and it's a part of your, say, spiritual practice or something you're concentrating on or trying to manifest or doing the practice behind it. Okay. Absolutely. And then also there are ways in which – I mean I don't know if this happens to you. I know it happens to a lot of people. And some of it's just being hyper vigilant and hyper aware of your surroundings because you've never felt safe in your body. <laughs> anyway, but you, you will hear you, – you'll be reading a word and then unrelated something and you'll hear the same word on the radio. Yes. That stuff all the time. And all I, the time. And that they say that that means you're in the right place at the right time and the right things are supposed to be happening. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. I also think maybe that means that – you're just really aware of what's going on. And so your brain, your subconscious, the different parts of your brain are just also maybe it's a part of an attention dis- deficit disorder that I almost certainly have but undiagnosed. It's just like picking up all these things at once. Which is the weird thing to think about that is just imagine if we were aware how much stuff is constantly going on around us at all yeah. times. Well, they say that – and I was just reading a, a, another yet another book or article about it. Like it's a – if you are present, which is what the work is about, being present in your body and your life for the present moment, not thinking about the past or projecting onto the future or like being distracted by other things other than the present moment, and you sink into that, and then you should be aware of that all that's going around you because it's not to, it's so much, it's all math. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. all numbers and math and everything and the universe and quantum physics and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not smart enough to understand any of it? I am. I just choose not to share it. Um, oh, that's I know that's I know all the answers really to this stuff. I just don't want to share selfish. it. Yeah, sorry. But I do know the answers. Wow. <laughs> what the hell are you talking to me for? <laughs> uh, no, but I feel like there's got to be things that we could share that have happened in our lives either together or separate that cuz I feel like you and I always talk about this kind of shit and I can't think of anything. Where it's like... Well, I've always said our conjuring powers are very great together. They are. Okay. Um, Well, Sam, that's it. That's it? That went so fast. I know. More, please. Oh, okay. We can do more. (laughs) Um, What do you think of curses? Um, I think, again, it's what you believe. And I think some people... I mean, again, I've heard some... I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of documentaries, as you and I both do. And... It, it, there are these instances where people truly did seem to be put under a curse, mm-hmm. you know, and I just – I think of the movie Drag Me to Hell because that's a very <gasps> extreme example. Yes. But like that sort of thing, it, it was like I do believe that if you believe that – because I know that I – oh, no, I'm not making sense. But like I've had things happen where I'm like my belief in this is what's going to fuck me up. That's what's going to – I'll be thinking about that and freaking out, and then I'll see something, and I'll turn too fast, and I'll be in my car, and I'll get hit by a car because I'm so paranoid that there's been a curse put on me. Not that this has actually happened to me, but, like, in other instances, I can just see me – or in an imaginary instance, like, I can see how that would work in terms of, like, messing with your mind enough if you have that belief in terms of your religion or you believe in, in curses. But from, if, you, if you can believe in things like that, this is my thought. You should be able to also have a strong belief in counteracting. Yes, it, absolutely. You know, yeah, completely. You were great and dragged me to hell. Thank you. Well, I my favorite part is that I can actually vomit, projectile vomit green goo into another actor's mouth for ten minutes without even feeling. That's it. how you got the job. That's how I got the it job. It was on your resume under special you should, skills you for years. Have seen the audition room. Yeah, and it Woof. finally paid off. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Well, okay, okay, fine. Well, I'll do I'll do one more. Okay. Um, what about past lives? You kind of touched yes, 100%. on that. Yes, hundred percent. Oh my god, I have so many stories. Have you done past yes. life regression? You have. Uh, yeah, have we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this? I think briefly, maybe in the beginning of our friendship. What were you? Well, it was a few different things. Okay. And I, I God, it's too much to get into right now. But I had I, and then at the same time. The situation in which it happened, I was like, there could, because I, I was very young. I was like 24 or 5, um, young compared to me now. Um, and as I read more later about things can kind of be planted in your head, because it was sort of a hypnosis thing, uh-huh. that we have great imaginations. So maybe the stuff I was coming up with when the the person taking me through it was like, go further back, go further back. And these scenarios came to me, and I they felt very real. And they stayed with me. Like, I can remember those memories as if they happened to me now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I might have been being manipulated. But here's the good news. I will say this, which is might be kind of corny. But when I did that, I got a very strong sense of me, my spirit, my soul, whatever you want to call it, my life force, being eternal and going through these different lives. And that the gift of that session was that, because I was at a point in my life where I was much more fatalistic, much more depressed, much uh-huh. more like, why bother? Much more self-loathing. Uh-huh. And this gave me this sense of like, this is just one, like again, the pancake and being gay, when I, realizing I was gay so young in rural West Virginia and being like, this life is gonna be crazy. Um, it gave me a sense like, oh, this is just one of the fun lives. And I get yeah. to be Sam Pancake, like a fucking cartoon character this life. And so I'm going to enjoy it and not take everything so bloody seriously. Yeah, see. And that's kept me, literally kept me alive. When I started thinking about past lives, it took away my fear of dying. Yes, exa- exactly. I have no <laughs> Not that I want to. Me neither. I don't want to die. I, saying, I have no fear of dying, lightning strike. Um, a curse. I, yeah, like some people, like in Woody Allen, no, not Woody Allen, but like other people that you grew up watching movies of you're like oh death I'm so afraid of death and I'm like not that af- and I've had a lot of death happen around me too and that really you know you build a different relationship with death if you've lost a lot of people yeah especially when you're young Ooh. I've said this before but past lives I this is my motivational speech somebody in a couple of decades is going to go get a past life regression and they're going to say you were a uh, a pharaoh, mm-hmm. and then you were a war hero, mm-hmm. and then you were what? Think about it. Do you want them to say you were a hilarious character actor that brought so much joy to people, or do you want them to be like, eh, you were just like some dude? You know well, what I mean? Have you ever read many lives, many lives, many masters? I think that's the name of it. It's about I haven't. yeah, past lives. And the thing that was, it's a fascinating book. I have not read it in twenty years, but from what I remember. This, as this person was being taken through all these lives, it was like you were a soldier, you died young. You're soldier, servant, soldier, which most people were in world history. Soldiers or servants or serfs, right. and they died young because there was no health care and their lives were incredibly difficult or they were at war. And that's the history of the world. That made more sense to me than like I knew this one person who, long story, revealed to me that they found out that they used to be Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, Really? They were like on Hollywood Boulevard. They used to. <laughs> they revealed that that's what they used to do is dress like this her. This is a person I had pictures. to get out of my life when I was a long, a long time ago. But anyway, it was. 
it was it was one of those situations of like I was yes I was Cleopatra I was Catherine the Great sure were you me too yeah but then there are people that are like that's because many spirits were in Catherine the Great and she went every I'm like okay okay okay, okay. all right all right I just want a cup of coffee and re- do my crossword right. puzzle can I get some like, a little bit of peace uh, Sam <laughs> yes Roz for the fifth time. <laughs> We're done. We're kicking you out of the studio. I, no one can make me leave until I see a goat woman sheep man come through that door and drag me out. Um, well, you're and in drag luck. me to hell, <laughs> back to hell. Um, Sam, tell people you know where to find oh. you and oh. all of that stuff. I'm on Instagram at, at the Sam Pancake T H E Sam Pancake. On Twitter, J Sam Pancake. You can follow me. I think publicly on Facebook, and that's. That's it. I'm on TikTok too. I, I'm Sam Pancake Three on TikTok. I mean, I don't really do it much, but if and the you, TV shows and the yes, movies. Yes, I'm coming and... back on a million little things on ABC. Um, this I don't think we come back in the fall. I think we come back mid season. But yeah, season five of a million little things. Oh, and now depending on when this airs, I did. I sh- was a part of a series of promos PSAs for Pride for June for ABC Hulu Disney that'll be running. So keep an eye out for those. If it's, they said it'll be running in June and beyond. So I don't know. Keep an eye out. And my own podcast. I'm doing uh, another season um, coming up soon. My teenage wasteland season. I cover TV movies from the '70s, chiefly, usually horror. But now I'm doing the. Uh, I'm going to do a teenage wasteland season about like Sarah T portrait of a teenage alcoholic and Dawn portrait of a teenager runaway and go ask Alice and all That's those a portraits of teenagers. Yes. Yes. There was a big thing in the seventies, these TV movies about teenagers going horribly wrong, which I'm sure your parents might remember since they were those teens in the seventies who went horribly oh, I think wrong. Like, they raised a teen that went horribly <laughs> wrong. I wasn't going to say anything. Looking at you, Rocky, the dog's here too. Thank you to Sam Pancake. Go back and listen to the two other times that he's been on. He was on very early on in the podcast, and he's got stories. He's he's seen some shit. And always a delight to be around. I love him so, so much. Hey, you subscribe to the show? Subscribe to it. Rate it five stars. Leave a nice little review. Leave a ghost story in a five-star review. Maybe I'll read it on the show. Send me listener episode submissions at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com with the subject line, listener episode. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I have been booking away at the next few weeks for the show. I got a psychic coming on soon. Ooh, it's been a minute since I've had one and she's a good one. And she comes highly recommended. So look out for that. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.